Hello and welcome to Dear Franny. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. I'm a recovered lawyer turned love and life coach. And this podcast is the place where I talk all things love and true love from dating and relationships to manifesting a life that you love. Thank you for being here. Hey, welcome to today's episode. I, first of all, want to give an apology to those of you who listen to this podcast every week when it's in season. I want to apologize for taking a few weeks off unexpectedly and without announcement, but I am back. You know, it's been summertime and it's been great, but there's been a lot going on and I've been traveling a lot despite my best intentions <laughs> of wanting to not miss an episode of the podcast. I I did. So my apologies, but I'm back and I'm back with a really, really good episode, y'all, because I want to introduce you to the meet cute mindset. Okay, so what am I talking about? All right, so romantic comedies, they lie, they get a lot of things wrong. But one of the things that we all love about romantic comedies is something that actually happens every single day. And that's the part where the two love interests meet unexpectedly and serendipitously in some way, right? Some unexpected way, unexpectedly. And I, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast or if you've just, you know, heard me on Clubhouse or we've worked together, you've heard me talk about this before. You've heard me talk about how I really, really want everyone who is single to have the ability to meet people organically as you live your life. Now, online dating, dating apps, they are an incredible tool. And I personally am very grateful to online dating because it's how I learned how to date because I didn't have the ability when I first started out on my dating journey to go out into the world and get a date on my own. And so I needed online dating just to even start to be on dates and figure out how to connect and figure out how to flirt and kind of really establish my romantic identity. So I am a huge advocate and believer in the power of online dating. I've you know had so many clients who met amazing partners online. I know people personally in my life who've met amazing partners online. But like I said, it's a tool, but I don't want anyone to be solely dependent on it. And when I was single, I was when I was last single, you know, six years ago, I was online. But I also was still moving through the world in this way where I knew that I had the potential to meet someone. And every day when I left my house, And that's what happened. And so many of you know that I did meet my partner walking down the street in LA. And what's more, I wasn't surprised when it happened. And I wasn't surprised because I had already, even though I wasn't calling it this back then, I had already adopted this meet cute mindset. And my mantra that I had adopted was every time I leave the house, I have the potential to meet someone special. I said that to myself so many times. And I said it when I believed it theoretically. It was like, well, sure. I mean, it's possible, right? For me to meet meet someone every time I leave my house, even if I don't, it's possible. So I theoretically, I got on board with it. But over time of saying that to myself, it really started to shift things for me. It really started to shift how I showed up in the world, my level of openness, my ability to flirt, my ability to connect, to really take advantage of those opportunities when you do see someone who's interesting or intriguing, not trying to wait until I see somebody who's super hot and now I want to make it happen. Like, no, just moving in the world in a certain way. So this came up this week because I'd done a post on Instagram, which was 
Five Ways to Transform Your Dating Life. And if you haven't checked it out, I'm at Dear Franny on Instagram, D-E-A-R-F-R-A-N-N-Y. And it was a great post. You know, the point of that post was to meet people offline. Okay. I'll just tell you quickly what the other four are in case it's too annoying. You're like, wait, what are the five things? Really quick. Number one, meet people offline. Number two, stop taking things so personally in dating. Number three, practice dating self-care. Number four, focus on relationship dynamics, right? Over partner traits, meaning what is it like together? You know, how do you treat each other over, you know, are they this tall? Do they make this much money? Do they have this type of hobby? Do they, you know, have this type of body? All that sort of thing. And then the fifth one is to embrace dating as part of a journey and part of your love education. So, and I got really good feedback on the post and someone who I know DM'd me the other day and she said, I really loved your post, but the meeting people offline part, like I want to do that, but I have no idea how to do that. And so I, in responding to her post, I realized I haven't really ever documented this mindset before in this way. And so I came up with this concept of the meet cute mindset. And that's what this episode is about. And that's what I want to share with you today. And I also posted this on Instagram. So again, check out my Instagram, Dear Franny, and you can read this and you can comment on it. I would love to hear from you. The first pillar of this meet cute mindset, I already mentioned it, is my own personal mantra that I adopted many years ago, which is every time I leave the house, I have the potential to meet someone special. And like I said, it was theoretical at first, but I think of it as it went from a mind knowing and intellectual knowing of like, yeah, this is possible to a heart knowing of, yes, this is actually true. This is actually true. And obviously, when you are single and you are calling in love, calling in a partner, you don't know who that person is. You don't know where that person is. You don't know when you're going to meet them. You don't know how you're going to meet them. That's a lot of uncertainty. And I know that that can feel really, really frustrating. But you empower yourself when you start to recognize, wait, this is not just this random thing that's out there. I actually have more power here than I may have been giving myself. So number one, every time I leave the house, I have the potential to meet someone special. You're out in the world. That's where people are and you can connect with them. Number two, and by the way, there's seven. I don't know if I mentioned that. There are seven pillars of this mindset. So the second one is where I go is less important than what I do when I get there. My actions, beginning with my nonverbal communication, is the key. Okay, so where I go is less important than what I do when I get there. So what do I mean by that? As somebody who helps people with love, I've been doing this for 10 years, I cannot tell you the number of times people have asked me, well, where do I go to meet someone? Um, You know, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go here? Should I get this kind of clash? And I always say, well, okay, we can talk about, we can brainstorm ideas of where to go, but let's first talk about what do you do when you get there? If you were to go to this event or this party or this type of restaurant, if you saw someone who was interesting to you, who was intriguing to you, what would you do? And so many times people would say, oh, well, I don't know. I mean, I'd hope that they talk to me. Maybe I try to smile. Maybe I, you know, but probably I do nothing. So it's like, okay, so let's not focus on where you go. Because remember the first pillar, every time you leave your house, you have the potential to meet someone special. And let's talk about what you do when you get there. Because when you're in the supermarket, you can meet someone. When you're at the gas station, you can meet someone. When you're walking home down the street, like I was, you can meet someone. And by the way, My boyfriend is not the first person I met, you know, organically. He's just the one who I decided to keep. (laughs) 
But I had also met guys in line at the deli, at uh, the dog park, on the subway. I mean, I had really embraced this mindset and it had really become my reality. So your nonverbal communication, that means, you know, your body language. Is it open? Is it closed? Do you have your head up? Are you making eye contact? Are you looking down at your phone? Do you, are you more closed off? I had to recognize for myself at one point that my body language when I was in public, I was communicating the universal nonverbal message of don't talk to me, right? And listen, I'm from New York City and, you know, we tend to have a shell. We can have that shell on us. But I realized that that shell of like, don't talk to me was also, it was actually keeping out a lot of the connection that I wanted to experience. So really thinking about what does that look like for you? How can you start to be more open? How can you start to be more inviting to that type of communication? Really, really important. Okay, third pillar. Serendipity is a force of the universe and I can court it with my intention, expectation, and openness to receive. I'm going to repeat that. Serendipity is a force of the universe and I can court it with my intention, expectation, and openness to receive. So. This means that, and you might have heard me talk about this here on the podcast for sure, serendipity. It is a beautiful, beautiful universal force. And yeah, it can just find you even if you're not looking for it. But you can also say, hey, let me actually bring this into my life. Let me set an intention to have serendipitous encounters. Let me start to expect serendipity. Let me be open to receiving those serendipitous moments. And by the way, this is not just to say that the only serendipitous type of encounter is you meet somebody that you fall in love with. No, there's also just serendipitous encounters where it's pleasant, where, you know, you just have a lovely interaction with someone in line who may not even be any type of romantic prospect, right? And this leads me to the fourth pillar, which is I seize the moment and the opportunity to make someone's day with a smile and a hello without getting in my head about how it might be received. I seize the moment and the opportunity to make someone's day with a smile and a hello without getting in my head about how it might be received. Again, this is all on my Instagram, dear Franny, if you want to go and read this and, you know, you can save, you can bookmark this post, you can screenshot these um, to help you keep them top of mind. This goes back to what I was just saying with the last one. It's like, listen, just giving someone a smile and a hello, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you date women and they're a man. It doesn't matter if you know, you're gay and they're straight. It doesn't matter if you're 20 and they're 80. You can still just move in the world in a way where you are embodying that love, you're embodying that connection, and you're able to see other people and connect with them very quickly. And it's, I'm telling you, it's an amazing skill. Trust me. By the way, I really want to challenge you to adopt these pillars and to really take on this challenge of how can I start to connect with people organically And please report back to me. I want to hear how it goes, okay? (laughs) Because I promise you this works. All right. So number five, I am grateful for all the pleasant interactions I have and connections I make as I go throughout my day, regardless of who they are with or what the outcome is, right? So this is an extension of what I just said. So we just want to get to the place where it's just the way that you operate. When I talk about making love inevitable, What I mean is, if you move through the world with the intention to have romantic connection and you follow that up with actions that align with that and energy that aligns with that, what do you think is going to happen? Eventually, you are going to meet someone. Like, it's just going to happen. It's like, 
you know, it's like if you, it's not even about like being so tenacious and never giving up. It's just an inevitability. It's like if you went to your first day of school and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to make a friend. I'm going to make a friend. Like this year, I'm going to make a friend. And if that is your intention and that's how you move through the day and that's how you interact with your fellow students, knowing that you're actually there to make a friend, like, do you think that you're going to make a friend? You're probably going to make a friend, right? And it's the same thing. If you have that intention and you just start moving with that and it's not like, it would be nice to make a friend. I hope I make a friend. It's like, no, I'm going to make a friend. I really want you guys to get to this place when it comes to romantic relationships because it's the same thing applies. The same principle applies. The sixth pillar, instead of arguing for all the reasons why I can't meet someone organically, I choose to see love as abundant and know that the love I want is waiting for me to receive it. So I hear usually when I start talking about this, and if I'm calling you out right now, it's just know it's with love that, well, but all these reasons why this won't work for me. I never leave my house. I live in a place where no one's single, you know, this, that, the other. Listen, first of all, you do need to leave your house, right? So shake things up. (laughs) You got to like shake things up. But it doesn't mean you have to be out in the club every night. It's just if you work from home, if it's possible for you to, you know, maybe you go and you eat lunch outside of your home once a week, just as to shake things up. You're like, I'm just going to go to a local cafe and I'm going to sit and I'm going to eat lunch in public. I'm actually going to take a lunch break and go out. Or I'm actually going to go work from a coffee shop or a co-working space, or I'm actually going to, instead of going to the usual coffee shop that I go to every day, like I do, but you know, I'm not single. So it's a little different for me. I can go to the same coffee shop every day, but it's like, okay, I'm going to go try this other coffee shop. That's actually 10 minutes further away, but it looks really cool. And I'm just going to go check it out. Just start to move differently in the world. It doesn't have to be this drastic 180 thing, but more importantly here with this pillar, This is for you to stop arguing for the limitation of all the reasons why you can't meet someone and step into this place of possibility and step into the intention to choose to see love as abundant. And really quick, before I get to the seventh pillar, I talked about this in my TED Talk, which will be coming out this fall, by the way. Date TBD, but don't worry, you'll definitely hear about it when it's out. Make sure you're following me on social. But I talked about this in my TED Talk, which is that love even though we get this programming that it's so scarce and it's so rare, if you think about it, all of the love that you've ever experienced, it's inside of you, right? Love is something that comes from within us. And when we interact with other people, we have loving relationships with other people, we get to amplify it, right? And it feels so amazing. But the love is not being like funneled into you from someone else. Nobody's coming with a bag of love and like, shoving it, you know, like down your throat and being like, okay, now you have love in you. Like it's coming from within us, right? You, you get that, right? Just intuitively, where does love come from? It doesn't come from outside of us. Nobody has to teach you how to love. You were a born love genius. So if you have this whole richness and this abundance of love within you, then so does everyone else. They may not be connected to it, but it's there, right? And so If everyone, and and I, you know, I always like to think back to like newborn babies. Just think of everyone in the world as a newborn baby. Does that person have love inside of them, right? And so that doesn't go anywhere, right? It's still in us. And so if if you think about that, okay, there are billions of people on this planet and everyone has this infinite source of love within them. How can we see love as scarce? Isn't love actually the most abundant thing, right? This is a perspective shift, right? And this is something that empowers you to just 
live with so much more joy, so much more connectedness, so much more love within yourself and with other people. Okay, the last pillar here of the meet cute formula. By the way, use the hashtag if you post about this on social. Hashtag meet cute formula or the meet cute formula. I would love to see um, what you have to share. And then the last one, number seven, is it only takes one. It only takes one. You don't need to go out every single day and meet your perfect partner, obviously, (laughs) right? It only takes one. So if you find yourself, you're like, well, I do talk to people and I do say hi and I am friendly and I do and I am social. That's amazing. That's great. Now I want you to bring these pillars and this level of intention, this romantic intention, and just remind yourself it only takes one. If you're already great at talking and connecting with lots of great people, amazing. So you already know that you can do this. And now you can shift to just say like, okay, I'm only looking for one person to actually be my partner. So I don't need a million choices. I don't need a hundred choices, right? I just need to meet enough people that I can reliably and reasonably like recognize, oh, this is different. This is cool, right? There's something here. Like when I met my boyfriend, it wasn't like a, I can't call it love at first sight, but it was definitely like, hmm, this, I just feel like I want to keep talking to this guy. There was just something that was intriguing that just drew me in, right? So I just want you to not to just think like, oh, well, what if they're not single? What if they're, you know, don't get into your head about whether how your intention is going to be received. I'm not asking you to go up to strangers and be like, hey, want to be my date? Want to go out? Want to, you know, are you, are you single? Like, no, like let it be organic, right? Let those opportunities unfold when you start to connect with people in a more intentional way and in a, with also less in, a less attachment to the outcome, right? So worst case scenario, you smile at someone, you say hi, maybe you make their day because you're spreading a bit of love and you may never see them again. And that's okay because it still matters, okay? It still matters. And when you have those moments, I want you to acknowledge them and be grateful for them, right? So that's one of the pillars is gratitude. Gratitude is everything, y'all, right? Pillar number five, I am grateful for all the pleasant interactions I have and connections I make as I go throughout my day, regardless of who they are with or what the outcome is. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I'm so excited to introduce this meet cute mindset, this concept to you and these pillars to you. And I really want to encourage you to go out into the world And the last thing I'll share, because I did another Instagram post this week before I introduced the pillars, because I, you know, I tell you, I already told you that people always say to me, I can't meet people online. I never meet people offline. And a lot of people equate dating with being on a dating app. Like they say, oh, um, I'm not dating because I hate dating apps. It's like when people say that to me, I'm like, you can't equate dating with being on a dating app because if you do that, now you're giving dating apps the power over your love life. Now you're saying dating apps are in control of my love life. Dating apps are more powerful. If you think that dating apps are your only way to meet someone, if you avoid dating apps and by avoiding dating apps, that means you avoid dating. If you don't ever meet anyone in any way other than on a dating app, then you are giving dating apps power and control over your love life. And I want you to take that back. Okay. I want you to take it back. It belongs to you. But here's a little fun hypothetical for you to think about. So, hypothetically, if I were to say to you, if you go out into the world, okay, on your own, and in the next seven days, 
without using dating apps, without anything online. It's just all in-person, IRL, in real life interactions. In the next seven days, if I challenge you to go out into the world and to meet someone who you, A, don't already know, right? So you're meeting someone new and you're meeting them in person. And it's somebody who you reasonably might enjoy spending an hour of your time with and went on a date with them. So I'm sorry, I'm saying this in a very convoluted way. One week, a date with a new person, right? You meet them in person. The reason I just add that part about someone who you reasonably would want to spend an hour with is because I don't want you to take this hypothetical and just say, oh, I'll just pick some random person. Like, no, let it be someone who you actually would like to spend some time with. And if you could do that in the next week, I would give you $100,000 hypothetically. I'm not actually giving you $100,000. Hypothetically, right, in this scenario, if I were to do that, if someone were to offer you $100,000 to go on a date in the next week with someone you don't already know, who you meet in person, who you would actually enjoy spending an hour of your time with, what would you do? Would you go out into the world and get that hundred grand, or would you say, oh no, I can't meet anyone without a dating app, and so you know, it's not, that's not possible for me. I, so I just throw in the hypothetical of the money to incentivize you to really think out of the box, be like, well, if somebody was actually going to give me $100,000 to go on a date in the next week with someone I don't already know and who I met in person, hmm, I would do that, right? So if you can see that you would do it if you were going to get $100,000 for doing it, then you know that it's possible for you. You're just maybe not, you know, properly motivated. But hopefully thinking about these pillars and just thinking about this hypothetical, however silly as it may sound, is let it motivate you to recognize that you have that power. And please, 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 if you go out and you go and you start getting dates in person, please let me know. I'm going to be so excited for you. And I'm so proud of you just for even contemplating it. I'm grateful to you for listening to this podcast. I want to give a special shout out to everyone who's taken the time to rate the podcast five stars. There's so many five-star reviews, you guys, and I really appreciate it. So if you haven't given one already, I would love it. And those of you who subscribe, those of you who are patient with me with the breaks that I take sometimes, thank you so, so much. Thank you for taking time out of your day to spend a little bit of it with me. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Again, I'm at Dear Franny on Instagram and all of the socials. I'm not really on Twitter so much anymore these days, to be honest, guys, but I'm all the other places. And I would love to connect with you. So thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are in the world. Get in that meet cute mindset and go out in the world and make people's days, make connections and experience the love that you deserve. Okay, bye now.